Hello everyone, what's up? Uh, hope everyone of you have been doing great all this while when there was no episodes coming in. As we had over 8 episodes in season 1 and there was a great response. Thank you so much everyone. And uh, coming up with the next part, guess what will be the numbers of episodes in season 2 approximately be having. Mm, we can definitely say 6 plus episodes for sure. One more question you might be having that is what exactly is season 2 based on. So in season 2 we will be more focusing on the Indian female calisthenics athletes, their journey of pursuing at calisthenics to becoming a champion, to a coach, mentor and definitely how they inspire many others and a lot more to discuss about each and every athlete in the coming episode. So uh, make sure to tune in to every monday at 12 pm at your nearest podcast platform also you can listen to the podcast even while you're doing household choreos working out at the gym doing calisthenics or maybe driving or might be stuck in the traffic hopefully not <laughs> or just want to get yourself motivated by getting to know this amazing athletes around the worldwide and get to know how they made it on the top anyways let's not waste a lot of time and dive into today's episodes. Guess who do we have today? It's none other than the national champion, Hema Shri. So, hi Hema, uh, how are you? Hey Kaustab, I'm doing great man, how are you? I am doing good. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling to be back on season 2, episode 1 of <laughs> Zero to Calisthenics podcast? So, first of all, I really appreciate and thank you so much for having me here again. And thank you, man. Thanks for giving me this opportunity to share to the people about my journey. And again, just thank you. I am happy for it. The last time we recorded podcast was for Calisthenics Beast, the rise of calisthenics in the Silicon Valley. Correct, correct. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed and there was like lots of listens on the podcast. Thank you so much everyone for the great response. It's amazing. I think uh, it was more fun because you know Ashwin was there. <laughs> yeah, Ashwin was there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how old how old are you? So I am twenty-four and I'm gonna be twenty-five in October. Twenty-five in October. What date is it? Sixth. <laughs> I two. What? In October two. Oh man, just four days <laughs> difference. <laughs> I knew your birthday was in October. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah you four years to me, you know? Four yeah. years, four days. Oh man, four years? No. <laughs> okay, I feel old. Come on, it's just like coincidence. Four days and four years, four days. I know, it's too weird. It's super weird. <laughs> but yeah, you're doing amazing already. For your age. You. <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, so, I was born in Tamil Nadu, a small place called Tirchi, but I was brought up in Bangalore, so I consider myself a hardcore Bangalorean. <laughs> okay. So, since yeah. like, how long have you been in Bangalore? I, I think from the second or third month since I was born. You know, I've I've just been here my entire life. I don't remember any other place growing up. So yeah, it's just here. So do you go to the place in Tamil Nadu? What what was what was the name? Tirchi. Tirchi. 
Tilchi o que Tilchi yeah. lo sea. <laughs> yeah so yeah i do go there uh, once a year or maybe twice a year um i'll have a lot of cousins of my age there so we hang out and then we go places and usually my parents drag me to temples you know typical south indian family <laughs> that is amazing nice <laughs> yeah uh, so mm. what languages do you speak So I know Tamil. I mean I speak Tamil. Then I in high school I learned Hindi, Kannada and also I went for French classes. So yeah, that's about it. <laughs> okay. I only know one word in French. That's all nothing else. <laughs> and that is <laughs> That is Don't extra thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all Silly right. Yeah. Uh, Hmm. Uh I guess you did not say English. I mean I'm speaking in English so I yeah. thought okay it would be funny if I no, said that. Hmm. Okay. Uh so what, what is your height and your current weight? So I haven't grown taller than I was in 10th standard hence it's 150 cm. <laughs> 150 cm or 5 ft barely. and uh, weight yeah it's been 49 kilos kilos okay yep. that yeah. is nice yeah so there's like so, a bit of a small story to my weight also so when i was in um, college my weight was 45 and there was a blood donation camp so i was like okay i wanted to donate blood because i was feeling healthy and i wanted to help people but then when i went there they were like you're underweight and i'm like what i'm 45 you're telling me that i'm underweight and that's when i made a vow to myself that i'm going to be heavy enough to at least donate a blood and that's why i'm maintaining 49 from then wow that is amazing <laughs> yeah so, uh, did they tell you like hey hema you are underweight your weight should be 49 so you are maintaining 49 kilos was it like that Uh no so they just told that I was really underweight and I couldn't donate blood so obviously since I'm from a medical background I checked out my BMI how much my weight should be for my height and my age and then it came up to this 49 to 52 range and the max I can hold on to or I've been sustaining is 49 so that sounded pretty good to me Mhm mm. Oh that is nice okay <laughs> yeah. uh, so What is your profession? Like what do you do full time? Calisthenics or you work for Okay. So I studied uh BDS which is dental uh college in dental college. So I'm by profession I'm a dentist. Mm-hmm. Uh it's been a year since I went to went and worked in a clinic. And since the time I graduated dentistry I've been a calisthenics coach. I used to do both these at one time but then after the lockdown i didn't go back to the clinic because of you know trying to keep my family safe and myself so now right now it's just i'm purely into uh, calisthenics coaching okay that is yeah. amazing so yeah. coming from uh, being a dentist to moving to calisthenics yeah <laughs> that's Lovely. a change yeah thanks man <laughs> when did you start calisthenics um So it was about 5 years back when um 
yeah so i i was in dental college and then i kind of was very not so confident with myself and then i'm like i have to do something i have to do something to make myself feel good or confident and happy and by then ashwin was already into calisthenics he was in engineering and he was doing calisthenics so he's like why don't you come and just try give it a try so it's been 5 to 6 years now and i just couldn't be any happier <laughs> Wow, that is amazing, you know. That yeah, uh, you are doing what makes you happy, and I'm so happy that calisthenics is. Uh, I mean, has bought you definitely uh, the confidence, the the things to overcome. You know, Everything definitely, else. man. Definitely yeah. changed the life. That's that's one word yeah. I could say. <laughs> uh, go mm. same with me, okay? Mm. Go same with me. when i was like a introvert kind of stuff yeah. i'm still kind of an introvert but still yeah. was not i was having a lot of stage fear would mm-hmm. never go on stage mm-hmm. and talk mm-hmm. then i joined calisthenics i got a, i got a chance to be a become a calisthenics coach i met yeah. a lot of people that's really crazy yeah i guess yeah. Uh, ashwin sohail have seen me since day 1 yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's been talking about you from that day, man. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, it's, so it's, your reason of starting Calisthenics is really inspiring, and I hope whoever is listening you. to this will get them that too. Definitely, definitely. I hope so too. Have you been uh, into any other sports? Um. So from school, I've been into um, athletics. I used to do long jump. I used to throw short put. so i used to be like uh, again like uh, what to say like number 1 in my school for short put and i would uh, be the coaching uh, team team leader for throw ball as well and the only thing for fun i do is badminton so i try to do as many sport uh, activities as possible so yeah these are the things that i do that is nice <laughs> yeah yeah short put Yeah, short one. <laughs> so actually, the funny thing is, I have two. I had two friends in school who were quite. Um, uh, what do I say? Quite big. Okay, and they were my best friends. And in spite of that, I would beat them in short put, and that would give me like a boost of confidence that I just couldn't explain. You know, it, it, yeah, it's been crazy actually. I I understand when <laughs> like someone when you defeat someone who is out of uh, it's like it's, of course that you can people I, just like oh what will she beat him is bigger taller stronger you know exactly But, yeah yeah when you prove mm. people wrong I get the feeling yeah definitely man yeah, yeah. um mm. who inspire you the most and in what way. <laughs> So my biggest my only and my first inspiration is Ashwin and I think you know that. So <laughs> No yeah so the thing is I like I don't see many people on social media or I don't watch inspirational videos and stuff. To be honest the only two things that inspire me one is Ashwin and the second thing is myself. So I it not to sound like too selfish or something but when i look at what i've achieved or what i'm capable of and what i can do that means when i think about the future of myself like hey i see hema doing a full planche some day so 
these visions that i have in my head is my only inspiration so even when i feel like i'm completely not motivated i go back to my instagram i start seeing my old videos and by old videos i mean in 2018 2018 2019 was like just the most inspirational time for me so that's one thing but apart from that everyday motivation is ashwin when from day one that he started calisthenics i've seen him grow i've seen him in his highest and his lowest and he's he's just you know my biggest like in life person inspiration and that's the biggest thing for me i when you said twin <laughs> i got goosebumps and i felt that awe moment you know <laughs> oh my god actually if you're listening to this you're the luckiest person on the planet man oh <laughs> I am luckiest actually. Hats, yeah, you are but hats off. <laughs> Thank you so much uh for Definitely. making uh Definitely. bringing whoever uh, like whatever whatsoever Emma is yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the reason for so many people man. So many people um like I have seen in my personal life they come up to me and they say so yeah, he's my biggest inspiration. <laughs> that's that's amazing, you know. Yeah, By the way, Yeah. Uh, talking about your inspiration, getting into calisthenics, mm-hmm. 19 being your top uh, highest of the peak. Mm. So, when was your like first competition, and how was your experience? <laughs> okay, so there was the first ever calisthenic competition in Mumbai that you had gone to, I think. Uh, yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> so the the funny thing about that is I wanted to be there. So I called up um, the AISW people and I'm like hey guys uh, so I want to participate is there a female category there that I could participate and they were like I'm so sorry there is no female category but if you can you can join in the male category and I was like okay and at that time the male category I could still do it but then obviously I wouldn't have the timing or the endurance to do everything in a you know like a short amount of period so that's when i was like okay let me try it next time otherwise i would have actually come and met you the first time in mumbai itself um then i was looking for opportunities but i was i kept i still kept training by myself and things like that then suddenly in 2017 there was this place called kiosk factory that opened up in bangalore and ashwin was like okay guys we have to go so our calisthenic beast so our group we were like okay we have to go there is a small like a competition there and we have to go and see so ashwin was like you don't have to compete so we as a group we went there and uh, it was amazing like they were showing off their skills and things and at the end they had held a small competition so it was like um like a monkey bar but it was in the form of rods or some kind of a, a pin Okay so we had to hold on to some ball kind of a structure. So we had to move from one to the other and swing and whatever but till the end we have to touch from the starting till the end. So Ashwin was like um he went for the guys you know the competition and everything. And then suddenly in the competition there were like any girls around here who want to give it a try. And these guys were like Hema you have to go you have to go you have to go and Again my biggest supporter was there next to me Ashwin and he's like listen don't overthink it just go there and give your best and you won't believe I'm not bragging but I kind of uh even did better than some of the guys there and everybody was cheering 
and that is the first time that i understood that i am strong because when i saw some uh people there they were struggling and stuff but then i just did that with ease and i was like okay that's when i actually realized that okay i'm strong and i'm capable of something and that is when the next opportunity came which is all india strength was 2018 in the month of november so by then ashwin was um sadly ashwin had gone to uk at that time so he wasn't here and but but then somehow there was this burning desire in me that i want to compete i want to see where i stand and things like that so i went with my only other friend called uh, karthik so we both and it was surprising that my parents let me do this because i've never been to another state without them the only other state i went was tamil nadu so i was really i'm really blessed to have parents like mine and they let me go with another guy to another state just to compete so me and karthik set out uh, in a bus and then there was this all india strength was 2018 we reach mumbai at i guess 9 am or 10 and we had to rush to the venue and immediately was karthik's this one you know competition and he didn't have time to even brush his teeth so he went <laughs> he went and competed and then in the next 30 minutes was mine we oh. didn't take rest nothing uh there was a place where i could just brush my teeth and have i just literally had an apple and i think i had a milkshake because that's all i could find there nearby so i had that somehow i started stretching i was so nervous i didn't know what to do and then they called out my name i, I was the first one to go there were three girls i was dead scared of them because i still didn't know what the competition in india was at that time so somehow i picked up the chit one number one and still i couldn't figure out how those girls were doing so i picked out one i went there i did my best i came out and then i called up uh, ashwin immediately i'm like okay i'm not going to see anything now i am not going to see how the other girls are performing because i was too scared what if i lose right because that was my first ever competition but then uh, my friends started coming and telling hey you know what hema you were the best like you were really like really the best and i was like okay i don't believe you guys and then i went inside and then yeah they were talking about uh, you know how my timing was really good compared to my other com- competitors so that's when i realized okay what i was capable of and yeah so that was my first competition all india strength was and i did get first in that <laughs> and that's I met what a lot. I was reading for. That's <laughs> what. Like so sequence. I'm like a good child listening to a story, <laughs> and I was just waiting for a happy ending. Trust me, I'm oh, getting goosebumps. Oh man, no, it was it was really really crazy. And more than that, I was happy to see be with the community. I think you can relate to this, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was so much about the community, the way they made me feel, the way they were cheering. I still remember um Shubham, the way he was motivating me during the competition. I still think that's one of the most important reason why I could finish that circuit in a faster time. He oh was just brilliant. God. I can understand. Shubham and Fahey. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. these guys, I guess yeah. you were Rajan, Rohan, Krusty. Yeah. They're like totally uh, motivating pushing yes, us correct yeah, correct I, i know that you yes, understand <laughs> yeah man that. really really cool there was so 
that was like the most different experience that i've ever imagined like i wouldn't even think that something like this exists or because obviously right in school and all it was like hey everybody is running and then you get relay first place you get a medal that's all but that was this, nice. yeah 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 sorry <laughs> so this was like a completely different uh, experience and it was just mad so then i started getting this um this thing that okay i want to compete more i want to give my best more i want to keep challenging myself and one after the other competitions kept coming so there was another chaos 18 um yeah so the competition's name itself was chaos 18 so then it was in bangalore it was a state level uh, competition and here there were two categories one was like a static hold and the other one was like a more of a circuit so again in both i participated at that time i couldn't perform a handstand uh but still my overall average of my entire static points was still more so again i came first in that then there was a circuit ninja circuit so even in that there were two levels uh level 1 was on one day and level 2 was on the next day again i aced both so again first in that then came the nationals <laughs> uh which was again in bangalore in uh, a mall and it was another completely different experience so this also had two levels and i wasn't sure no not two levels i think there was only one level yeah two competitions but one level so one competition was like a max out of reps and even in that my aggregate was more so i came first in that and then nationals the circuit as well uh, again that was like each competition was so different from each of them and it was it was really crazy that i could give out my best in each of them and yeah at that time i did come first in all of them so that was my uh, experience with the competitions <laughs> okay see we have all been in all of this different different kinds of competition okay correct correct which one was which one is your favorite competition Okay so I I I didn't think I have a favorite but I do so the one in the nationals was the most toughest that I have competed only because it tested my mental strength a lot and why is yes. that okay so basically yeah, it was an easy circuit in the beginning like you know like australian pull-ups dips and stuff but at the end they had kept one thing that i've never tried in my life and that was rowing machine <laughs> so i didn't know how to use it i didn't know i've never trained for my stamina so i don't do cardio you know right cali athletes we barely yes, do cardio yes. or anything as such but then when i saw that rowing machine and when they told that we have to do this i was i i kind of lost in my mind that i like i was not going to make it because i don't know if i could do rowing for like 10 15 minutes straight without dropping or without failing or if i might take so much time that the others can beat me so that was so scary but i had amazing people blessed i was just blessed to have them they were giving me uh, little tips and tricks on how to do that because they had done that so they were like you have to throw your arms like this and you have to push with your legs obviously i couldn't s- simulate how that would be but i i would i would keep uh, you know running whatever they said in my mind during the rowing 
so anyways i started off it started off easy like um okay one minute i could do two minutes i could do it went cool and then over the next few minutes i started losing it in my mind i'm like hema you can't do this something kept telling me you can't do this you can't do this but before i went into the competition i asked ashwin to tell the guys the dj guys to put eminem song for me because somehow his lyrics and his music just pushes me so you won't believe me but during the rowing i was listening to eminem songs i was singing it and i was doing it and i was doing the rowing i'm like come on come on eminem is singing you can't stop he's singing he's motivating you keep going keep going and even though i slowed down i never stopped so this was something that i had to battle in my mind and it still excites me when i think that i did this because i could see how easily i could have lost if i would have stopped i could have easily lost because the other girls were also really amazing at it but the fact that i did not stop and i kept going because of the music because of the people around me that 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 was just like a whole other experience <laughs> yeah that is like my favorite client that is like my favorite quote you know i tell like most of the people mm. who i train mm. go slow but never stop mm. because if you stop you are lost you have lost yes. the game yes 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 keep just moving like, forward but yeah. don't stop that's it yeah. yes it's like okay i just remember a story you know you know the yeah. story that uh, rabbit and turtle Yeah yeah yes Dirt yes 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 no but he never stop yes exactly yeah, exactly yeah so that one uh, lesson i learned in that competition which was just life changing <laughs> yeah like, you have like <laughs> go down to you you know hey. the, yeah anyways after finishing national we all know that um, during the practice mm. during mm. your skills you met with an injury which was a shoulder uh, dislocation correct okay tell us how it <laughs> happened and you literally came back way to stronger than how you were before um <laughs> okay so up until now which is like till date i've had three dislocations um oh. the yeah <laughs> So I the first one yeah yeah first the first and the last one was in major but the second one took a toll yeah so the first one again it's a funny story if somebody is listening to this and laughing i won't be surprised so me and ashwin we were kind of having a fight one day and i threw such a heavy punch at him that my shoulder dislocated that was my first <laughs> injury just saying Easy. yep oh <laughs> yeah yeah but you have a tooth <laughs> no 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 he didn't i didn't hurt him like i didn't touch him he moved so my hand tried to reach out to him and that's how it dislocated and i didn't know what the hell was happening i just screamed i fell on the floor and i fixed I'm it just, back <laughs> just punching and just trying to imagine how did you fight <laughs> Oh yeah so <laughs> Yeah man it was crazy like even now I blame him I'm like because of you I got my dislocation but no it wasn't his fault I just threw such a bad punch I was just such so angry <laughs> that I threw a punch so hard that I dislocated Yeah so then after that I went to the doctor immediately and that doctor was like um, 
hey that's all you don't have any uh, you know fracture or anything tone so you're good to go i'm like wait you're telling me that i'm all right he's like yeah yeah uh, just uh, take some rest for a week and then you should be good to normal so that's all that's all that's the first time and i didn't take it very seriously i was wearing a sling at that time but only just so that in college i you know they don't make me work but apart from that nothing else then came yeah my second injury which was after nationals so ideally after a heavy competition we're supposed to take a deload correct yes but at that time i was so happy that i did so well i wanted to be stronger i wanted to become more powerful more amazing and break more records so even without taking a week minimum of deload i started doing weighted pull ups with 20 kgs again just like that 20 kilos i just i'm just like hey you know what i'm feeling strong let me give it a try first rep was good the second rep i felt something damn weird in my shoulder i just felt like something moved and that wasn't normal so i immediately got down kept the weight aside and i go and tell one of my friend hey uh, this happened to me is this normal he's like is this the first time and i said no then he's like go to a doctor just go to a doctor don't imagine anything just go to the doctor so i was like okay fine it was just something something just moved nothing serious so i go to this uh, physio recommended by uh, ar aslam bhai <laughs> so uh, yeah i went to her she 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 said okay i need to just remove some knots because you have a lot of knots in your back and she said it was the most knots that she's ever felt on anybody including uh, aslam right so she said you've been training so hard but you haven't been doing stretching or anything or even a massage and you really need this so you won't believe when she was massaging my back i was crying like it was that painful the removal of knots and then um she she kind of realized that there is something wrong with my shoulder and by the end of it she said you have to get an mri and i was like mri seriously that doesn't sound good at all so anyways i went got my mri and i was pretty scared of that because they put you in a tube and there's like a lot of sound and stuff like that so again ashwin accompanied me for that and we went and that mri said there was a labral tear and i was wow. like what is a labral tear so <laughs> yeah it was like a minute one uh, obviously you know like everybody else i googled it but i didn't understand how serious it was then i have like a lot of medical friends so i asked them and they said hey it's just a small tear it's all right it's okay it's nothing major and stuff like that so i was like okay cool then i don't have to worry then when i showed it to the physio she said you may have to undergo a surgery and i was like what i was just like what she said yeah you may have to and i was obviously shattered because up until then i was like okay everything is chill but then when she used the word surgery i was like this doesn't look good at all so she said i have to go to a orthopedic surgeon and get a second opinion so uh, i just knew one person like again not uh, personally but uh, when i checked it on online there was this one person so i was like okay let me just go and ask him what what's up what's up with my shoulder and he said the first thing he's like okay come and sit here my dad was there i was sitting the first thing he says is 
um you can't do calisthenics anymore and nothing else nothing else i just started crying i <laughs> i couldn't say anything but i just started crying and i was crying so much my dad and the doctor didn't say a word after that nothing nothing they didn't say anything i started taking one tissue after another and i'm just wiping my face my tears everything and then i was like then once i calmed down i'm like okay doctor why is that so he says if you have such an injury like this you have to get a surgery done or you have to stop calisthenics and i was just like surgery is an option he's like yes i'm like fine i'm going to go for that i'm going to go for the surgery because i want to get better and then uh, he's like just talk to your dad but first i want you to undergo some psychological counseling so i said okay whatever it takes whatever you say doc but i want to be fine right so i come back home i talk to my dad um my dad is was kind of against the surgery because again in his head it was the fact that if a blade touches my body once then i may have to keep getting it again and again in the sense if i get a surgery once anything can happen so i may have to get another surgery later and i'll be okay with that so he was he just made me take my time to realize things and by then there was my first round of uh, psychological counseling and um, after that counseling i kind of realized yeah so this personal stuff definitely so made me realize that the reason why i got my injury was not because of overtraining was not because of anything that i thought but it was mostly because of the fact that i couldn't control or i didn't have any self control at all so in my head i wanted to get better so much to the point that i injured myself which means i wasn't competing in a healthy manner and that is the reason why i'm not going to compete anymore or i don't compete anymore only because i get too competitive i don't take it the right way and i destroy myself in the process so after some round of counseling i um yeah so i <laughs> i realized that was the reason for my injury and then i said okay fine i don't want the surgery i understood my mistake i'm going to give myself time to fix myself mentally and start training little by little and then i will consider surgery if required so by then i started going to this physio nearby my house and i kind of had to pay 13k for 12 sessions and by then i was feeling really good like the first day i couldn't even do one pull up after my injury it was painful but by the end of 12 sessions i could do 15 pull ups easily very controlled easily but the day i left my physio i asked him can i attempt a muscle up and he said sure you're ready for it so i go to the park i give my phone to ashwin and i say hey record me i'm going to try a muscle up so first i tried with the resistance band it was very easy again i tried with the resistance band again that was easy the third time i said i'm going to do it with other resistance band i go hold the bar i do one muscle up oh the thing is i didn't do a muscle up i go hang from the bar i'm going to go to do the muscle up i pull myself and i get another dislocation my third one and <laughs> and it's still on a recording in ashwin's phone and he said it's too painful to watch and i haven't watched it yet 
but i just break down i fall on the floor i start crying on top of my voice in the park and everybody surrounded me like random people and and it was it was the most emotionally painful time of my life i would say because the doctor told if i get another dislocation i may have to go for a bigger surgery and by bigger they may have to like cut like a big chunk of my skin go deep into the once, shoulder once, joint one second <laughs> yeah one second can you repeat again what did doctor say so it's like a bigger surgery i may have to do uh and so the first surgery that if i would have undergone before it would have been like a microscopic hole like a pen like okay. how small a pen is only that much the hole or the incision would have been but he said if i undergo another dislocation or if i have another injury he may have to take a wider incision or they might have to cut open a bigger portion of my body to access to the surgery site so that was the only thing that was going in in my mind that i couldn't control myself i didn't have self control i still wasn't mentally fine because if i was mentally fine i wouldn't have tried that muscle up because i should have known that you know my body is maybe not ready for it so i was shattered i was shattered by then and then somehow just somehow i thought about fitnat dr dhairya that i yes. met in mumbai during the competition in aisw somehow i don't know why but i just felt like contacting him so i called him immediately i'm crying i'm crying uh, ashwin's like call him call him just talk to him because the first physio i don't believe him anymore because he told me that i was ready but i wasn't right so it was really like hard for me to believe him again so i contacted fitnat i was just talking to him first thing he said is stop crying how do you feel is there any pain i said no pain and i stopped crying the next thing is just relax he said go home so i went home then he asked me to send just two videos he's like just hang from a bar and take a video and try to do a bridge and take a video and he asked me if i felt any pain or something like that and i said no there was absolutely no pain so i could hang from the bar and i could do a bridge the finally after so much of uncertainty he told me this one line he said you don't have to undergo surgery it's not serious that brought me back to life the fact that i could hang on from the bar and the fact that i could do a bridge proved that my shoulder was not to an extent that i needed a surgery because if it was i would have had intense pain and i wouldn't have been able to do those two things so <laughs> that's when i got my life back literally the respect for fitnat mr dairya definitely like, has increased definitely Thank definitely you so much like, definitely from bottom of my heart i'm so happy you know that you got <laughs> back my emotions were changing sometimes i'm happy sometimes i'm sad sometimes i'm feeling pre- uh, bad i was like, yeah. like almost my eyes were watery when i was like listening to us damn that really hurts i have been there Uh, yeah. So even I had a shoulder uh, injury, it's just oh a muscle tear. But uh, mm-hmm. doctor even mm-hmm. suggested me to go for an MRI. Oh shit! First is it? Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. MRI is like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So 
are you uh, back with the have you ever before yeah so so once dr dhairya said that i have nothing to worry about i said i put my trust completely on you i'm going to do whatever you say i just want to be able to do at least some pull ups i want to be at least able to do the basics of calisthenics at least he said don't worry you'll be able to do more than that and even though at that time i thought it may not be possible i still believed him so he helped me for 3 months to get back a uh, little by little and by the end i could do about i guess 23 pull ups after the rehab i could do about 23 pull ups and i was so oh. damn <laughs> that was my pr how long did the re- rehab last so that's the thing he never dif- like he never differentiated between rehab and my training so he asked me what are your goals hema and i said i i sent him like some 10 goals and i'm like you you can choose which might be more suitable for me and he chose two things he chose a v sit and he chose front lever for me and today i could do both he literally chose those two and he said hema this is going to be your rehab you doing this skill is going to be your rehab and trust me i didn't do any special exercises for my shoulder i didn't do like you know how internal rotation extra like what the other physio gave me i just followed simply what fitnat said and the biggest uh, thing kostub i would like to tell you and the others the biggest thing that till now that i've learned is he un- made me understand that sports is more about the mental health than the physical it doesn't matter how freaking physically strong you are if you're not strong mentally if you're not in the right path mentally it can destroy everything and this is the biggest lesson that i learned after my injury that it's not just about physical but it's mostly about mental so that has what has brought me all the way till here my rehab was front lever training my rehab was front lever training and i achieved that with his help and that that is the story of my injury <laughs> <laughs> okay this is like i'm just speechless and <laughs> i have no words first of <laughs> are you really speechless hey i can't hear you kasto Oh, is it okay? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like super proud of you <laughs> unlocking the front lever. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't yeah. mind. I guess I am getting lots of calls in between. That's why it got cut. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nobody even called me like ten, twenty times. Podcast <laughs> is happening. They are calling suddenly. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Beside. Okay. Uh, by the way, um, are you completely back? I mean, out of the injury and doing at your best. Okay. So the thing about my condition right now, I wouldn't call it an injury, but it's just something I have to deal with. For example, to make it very easy, 
like if there is a burn of a victim right so it's not like an injury but they have to live with it so the same way i have accepted to live with whatever i have doing the best that i can keeping all the precautions in mind for example i should not do inactivated dead hang because that will cause me to get another dislocation so the thing is i'm not concentrating on will i get injured again but i'm concentrating on how to be cautious and how to make the best of whatever i still have or whatever i can amazing i agree with this point because mm. this is what uh, keeps us going yeah. without any fear or definitely anything. yeah it it really helps definitely correct correct yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. besides this it was amazing to hear your experience and your journey coming into getting an injury punching into ashwin coming out of it way more stronger and i guess you you and ashwin can compete for a front lever now uh <laughs> he has been doing much more hard work than me now so i've completely shifted to handstands and mastering handstands and he shifted to front lever now uh, but yeah i will soon know, very soon, soon again <laughs> yeah so we'll do that uh, a bat of face off challenge like ashwin gets <laughs> front lever 3 points lever in handstand for 2 points oh man definitely actually maybe i will get back into front lever again and i will compete with him soon and uh, so <laughs> ashwin this is challenge coming for you i i he'll love it <laughs> you know mm. even i'm going to love it everyone's going to love it <laughs> damn it yeah that'll be crazy <laughs> that will be amazing you know yeah. uh yeah with that being said do you mm. have any youtube channel Yeah so the thing is during lockdown I had quite a free time so I wanted to start YouTube and I did start something called the Indian Calisthenics Girl mm-hmm. uh only because so that if people see me somewhere and they they don't know my name I just wanted them to search for Indian Calisthenics Girl so I was like okay that's the most easiest thing that they'll search and that's why the name uh I did start off by making a cool introduction and stuff I even put out some videos but I think right now it's not quite active. I'm waiting to reunite with Ashwin again so that he can help me shoot amazing content for the people because he's somebody who helps me shoot and you know edit and he gives me a lot of pointers and things. So in the future which is in like 3 4 years we're going to start putting a lot more of amazing content that will be you know helpful for people. I wish you all the best and Thanks. I and I'm I I'm, I'm really hoping to be a part of it. Thank you man thank you definitely definitely we'll do something. We'll definitely do uh we'll come sure. back on that point someday. Definitely yeah. So uh with the front lever you told how was your journey learning front lever and becoming India's first to do so right? Okay. So So like I was saying after my injury I just put out the skills and fitnat was like okay we're going to learn front lever and to be honest at the time that he told we're going to learn front lever I did not believe him I did not believe that I could do I did not believe anybody could do honestly so whatever I just thought okay I'm getting better 
so i might as well just train front lever whether i get it or not so i didn't have any expectations at all and that was the biggest uh, or the most important thing that i could do the thing that i didn't have a lot of expectations i didn't pressurize myself i just listened to my body i went with the process i took it slow it took me 3 months during the lockdown to get my front lever i would train all day so when i say all day it would be like in the morning after i wake up i would give it a attempt or afternoon before i sleep or night before i sleep so i kept i was kind of obsessed with it but i wasn't pressurizing myself i would just train i would just give my best each day and then there was this one point where i thought maybe you know what i'm ready to give it a try and then when i started attempting i could actually hold like my body was actually becoming horizontal to the floor or parallel to the floor and i couldn't believe my eyes i would always shoot videos of myself no matter what i do whether it's pull ups or push ups or front lever i would always shoot my videos so that i could see if my form was right and when i was doing this the same for the front lever i could see that my bo- my legs were coming up away from the ground which had never happened before i was surprised but i was hopeful now i was hopeful for the first time that maybe there is hope that i can do this maybe if i try a little more i could do this so i would just go with my intuition intuition actually is my biggest teacher i would say i would listen to my body how i feel do i feel like i can do it now or not so i kept listening to my intuition every day and there was this one day i just put on my headphones put this song called uh, see me fall and there was this one deep beat drop so exactly at the beat drop i held the front lever and i was just surprised i was just it was it was a mad feeling and i sent that video to ashwin and fitnat and i'm like am i holding it and they said yes and then i was on cloud 9 because after my injury this was my first achievement not even we sit front lever was my first achievement and i was just psyching out and then i got obsessed with it i got obsessed with it so much i would keep training for it every day more and more and more and i think i even hit a 5 second mark in front lever which was my most uh 5 to 7 i think mostly 5 and that's it and again i did the crappiest mistake of overdoing that and that's why i'm taking a break from front lever but but it was an incredible journey and the most important thing is i believed in myself in the starting i didn't but the fact that i believed that i could do it was the only reason i got there that is you know believing in yourself is the most important part that even can yes 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 that exactly that's so true <laughs> believe in yourself and you can be anything you can anything. achieve anything definitely definitely anything but yeah life will bring or some life will get definitely something to you correct of course these are more definitely definitely 100% right so what are the skills that you can perform now okay um so apart from the basic variations apart from all those basic cali moves so no, i my... don't mind you telling that also <laughs> okay so there was this one time that i could do uh, yeah initially triple clap uh, push ups <laughs> then i would yeah. love doing ring push ups i started getting obsessed with ring push ups as well so i would do 
uh, archer ring push-ups. I did typewriter ring push-ups, meaning the rings on the floor, just with balancing that. Typewriter on a ring. Yeah, that it, it took me time, but I got there definitely. Um, and then I got obsessed with doing L sit on the rings. L sit on the rings on the floor. I practiced it like a hundred times, and finally I got it. Uh, I think two three months back. L sit on the rings on the floor. Then back lever, front lever. Then ring muscle up was one of my favorite moves. because usually people found that difficult but it came very easy to me so i loved doing ring muscle ups then of course bar muscle ups I, again i i would experiment a lot with variations so i would try close grip muscle ups then i would try wrist muscle up i would try slow muscle ups then uh then yeah i got obsessed with handstand <laughs> so clean first kick up handstand i tried i learned then i learned the frog stand to handstand then i learned a bent leg press handstand then i mastered straddle press now wow. <laughs> yeah straight now arm yeah straight arm straight arm straddle press okay yeah then i would love performing single arm elbow lever that is one thing that again something special i could do and i loved doing that then tuck plunge came easily to me at one point i could do something called a frog tuck plunge but uh, haven't trained for that for a while now then i could do a reverse pull over so basically you go into like a back lever kind of a position and then you do a pull over from that position then uh yeah then a front roll on rings so there are two ring exercises from the bar which which again i just experimented so there's something called a front roll on the bars we do right but yes, the yes. same thing on the rings so that is something that i haven't seen anybody else do and i love doing that and then there is another move called the meat hook so it's something like a one arm back lever but the stomach kind of <laughs> yeah it's very hard to explain but there is a move called the meat hook where you kind of suspend ourselves from one arm and the legs and the body is kind of like parallel to the floor so that is one move that i love doing so yeah these are the skills that i kept experimenting with oh yeah and also tuck touch tuck front lever so uh, when i would do all these front lever variations i started practicing touch front lever also but the max i could do was a one leg uh, tuck touch front lever Oh, uh, pretty. I guess you have more than twenty-five skills in your bucket list. Oh no! <laughs> but these are nothing. Nothing. These are. ंगलीस L sit very soon after that 
Yes, I. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that was to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, tell me, tell me. No, I would take years to do all this stuff. You know. No, I mean, man. No, no, trust me. It's uh, yeah. Focus, focus. That's all. Focus. <laughs> yeah, I'll focus and get back to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me when was the last time you checked mm-hmm. your max out in muscle ups, ring muscle ups, bar muscle ups, dips and pull ups, pistol squats? Okay, first going with uh, what's your max in ring muscle ups? Okay, so the max ring muscle ups I could do was seven. And uh, bar muscle ups? Same seven, seven I could do. Wow. Yeah, that seven <laughs> is a huge number. Hey. <laughs> before the injury okay. yeah nice before the injury I'm, I'm yeah it was it was fun guess, yeah okay so i guess pull up might be anywhere between 30 oh no 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 i told you it was 23 <laughs> but okay. thanks for the high I expectation <laughs> okay let me guess dips okay dips would be anywhere between 40 to 55 yeah it was 40 <laughs> yes yes i got it okay i you believe it i did not wanted to say 40 to 55 but i had only bet on 40 oh man <laughs> yeah it was in the national competition so the thing is i don't really test my prs but mm-hmm. during these competitions is when i actually know what my best is so in the competition it was after doing my max out pull ups my max out dips was around 40 lovely and what about pistol squats pistol actually again i haven't tried that but yeah i think i can do 10 easily oh oh wait i remember i remember so there was this uh, you know this rodi's winner shweta shweta okay yeah yeah shweta mehta ah uh-huh, yeah 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 so she had put up a challenge for max out mm. pistol in one leg and okay. i think i could do around 12 to 15 at that time Oh, that's amazing yeah 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 um, i again okay. had to focus and stuff but yeah i could yeah that's nice <laughs> yeah mm, Thanks, not talking about okay no let me show up uh esw 2019 there was a competition going on and uh, i did 27 or 30 reps of pistol squats in one minute oh my god what and Wait, I I I just feel bad right now because <laughs> compared to you, I'm nothing. <laughs> no, it's not like that. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I also remember your record for your thousand squats. Oh my which god! Which I'll never forget. <laughs> I guess if I try now, no, mm-hmm. trust me. Uh, when we were doing thousand squats, mm-hmm. I was capable of doing more. I feel I could have I could have yeah, gone yeah, up yeah. to two hundred. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, because I think the uh, uh, judges said that you're clearly the winner because nobody else was doing it. You were already going on and on and yeah. still go yeah. on more, right? Yeah, Josh <laughs> was there. Josh was there with me. I still remember. Josh was yeah. there, and Josh uh, was at around seven fifty. And mm. I really, if they did not have stopped me, I would really go up to fifty nine. <laughs> I was like. Cause you cannot go empty-handed. You have already lost three. Can't go without a medal to home. Cause, then can I tell you a secret? Yeah. Even now, 
when i take my classes virtual classes or offline okay. i keep telling them that i have a friend who can do 1000 plus squats so oh. you guys have to do at least 50 <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> you won't believe you can ask i think in every virtual session like whoever all the students they must have heard about you at least once oh my god i am so <laughs> Now yeah, I yeah. get the feeling of that someone knows me, you know. Definitely, man. Like you're amazing. Like, like, like I'm saying, right? When you could push yourself to do so much, you prove that there is really no limit, but the limit that we set for ourselves. So that's one thing that I learned from your example. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am on cloud nine, or maybe I'm not. <laughs> you should be. You should be. <laughs> Uh, I I would really love to be at that form because I was young, good uh, energy. I had now it's like more of like work. I understand. I understand. I get you, man. I get you. But, But I'm you sure. Hmm. I am kind of. I not like uh, telling like something like taunting or like not just showing off. But uh-huh. people really like my leg workout. I guess you should try my leg workout once. You know what I think I should because none of the leg workouts I do burns my legs you know nothing like everything is easy for me so probably I want you to send me your of you know some routine I'm going to try it out I'm going to vlog it let's see how it goes definitely <laughs> or else I'm trying to come to Bangalore next month let's have oh. a session it would wow. be amazing cool 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 got it done done <laughs> okay um, yeah. how do you make a, your workout plan for yourself and for and what are you training by the way this is ha uh, correct okay so currently like i was saying i'm training for a straight hand straight leg press so uh, i quite easy now the bent leg is quite easy so i wanted to challenge myself with straight leg press again i kind of overdid it so i'm kind of taking a deload currently so that's what i've been training right now the straight leg press and the way i set my routine is completely how i feel so it depends on my intuition uh i do have a set of like you know i make routines and programs every day every week every month i keep changing them but i do follow up proper program which is um mostly skill based so i do some v set i do some handstand training then i do presses i do some uh l sit pull ups then i do back lever so this is like my base basic no matter what program i do or whatever i train this is something that i do at the beginning of my training every day i'm um, not every day three times a week and then i move into whatever i'm training for if i'm training for push or pull or core or if i if i'm taking a rest day then on the rest days i usually do yoga so yoga is my new favorite uh, currently Three or four days a week, I do something called the Yin Yoga. So Yin Yoga, it kind of brings me back to the calmness that I need for my calisthenics, and it helps me stretch out my muscles, get a little more flexible. So it started with me training for straddle press. For a straddle press, I needed to do a stretch called pancake. So that's how I started incorporating yoga, and I saw amazing benefits. So along with uh, three days of calisthenics, I do three days of yoga. and one day i just cycle i just take my cycle go somewhere i walk a lot i try to keep myself as active as possible 
so that's the routine that i'm following following correctly i am okay i don't mind but i'm so happy that finally you're doing stretching you're working on your mobility work definitely correct correct finally correct. Yeah, it's it's been like really amazing. So, <laughs> okay, you may laugh at this. So one day I go to Fitnad and I'm like, hey, should I work on my shoulder mobility? Uh, can you repeat again? Yeah. So one day I got one more call and it's so damn pissing me off now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You're okay now. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. People are calling me suddenly. I don't know how come. Uh, <laughs> I have like ten calls right now. Oh, okay, that is a lot for one hour. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I was telling. Um. So one day I go to Fitnat, mm-hmm. and I ask him, "Should I work on my shoulder mobility?" Mm-hmm. His reply still makes me laugh. So he tells me, "Hema, your shoulders are already mobile. That's why you're getting dislocations." So. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can stop or you can you know tone down the shoulder mobility exercises and so that's the thing i don't do a lot of shoulder mobility i do hip mobility and um, wrist that's that's mostly about it for shoulder i do strengthening so that mm-hmm. the ligaments and the muscles around my shoulder are keeping my shoulder intact so yeah that's nice <laughs> yeah Moving to the next question. Mm-hmm. While I am eating, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in ten years doing calisthenics? Okay. So whatever I just mentioned right now, uh, like back lever, V sit, and stuff, I want that to be my basics in ten years. So like how we have pull ups and push ups. So I want my basics. to be as strong as this whatever i just mentioned a press handstand and stuff like that and i see myself unlocking the strength moves that i've always imagined like a full planche a maltese uh front lever variations victorian all these i wish you all the best and I'm, <laughs> i'm definitely going to be there i am I can bet on this that you will definitely get a full time. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's, Thank it's so good to hear that. Thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> I believe in you. I know. Thank you. That really means a lot to me. Uh, <laughs> I will be like so happy. I'd be like, I'll be telling my kids. You know, ten years ago we recorded a podcast. Oh man. <laughs> and Hema <laughs> had an aim to do a plant and look at. Now she is doing. Oh man! Okay, that will be mad. <laughs> that will definitely be. Um, I'll make it work. So, hmm. with that saying, what skills are you practicing now on? Yeah, I think we discussed. It was the straight leg, straight arm press, mostly <laughs> that. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, hmm. ten years is a long period, you know. So hmm. What uh, What are the key secrets of you being so? consistent doing calisthenics and hmm. how you going to keep yourself consistent okay so one thing that has always been so i'm a very what to say a very disciplined person so mm-hmm. even if you look at my room at any time it'll be like i just cleaned it so at all times i'm so disciplined so calisthenics is in my discipline now 
that means just like how we brush our teeth or have a shower every day calisthenics is a part of my life so i don't have to worry about motivation or i don't have to worry about inspiration or consistency it's a part of me it's a part of my lifestyle so no matter what i'm doing or where i am calisthenics will always be a part of my day okay so what really pushes me or gets me into this mood is i remember a time when i was i was i yeah like like you were saying even i would call myself an introvert i remember how not so confident i was and i remember how much calisthenics has changed me as a person so calisthenics is not something just the physical exercise that i do but it's it's in every aspect of my life in mental in physical even in a more spiritual way also i see calisthenics so that's the only way you know i incorporate calisthenics into my life or routine okay okay <laughs> too deep huh <laughs> yeah by the way what's your favorite way to uh, train alone or in group okay this is interesting so i love both most of my goals uh require me to train alone most of my goals for example a handstand or front lever or any strength move requires me to train alone so i love training alone for these skills but during the evenings or when i'm not training on myself i love working out with the guys my community in a group i love trying new things i love it when i'm there i mean when they are there and i'm breaking my personal record i love it when they are cheering me up during a workout session and we are cheering them so looking at somebody else unlock some moves and helping them unlock those moves is another level so so i would say i like doing both so when i train myself seriously i like to be alone but i also love training in a group so i would do both in a day i actually do both so morning i train by myself as well as go in the park go to the park in the evening wow uh, so <laughs> two times a day on yeah uh, so i don't train in the evening only if i feel like trying something new for example that day we were trying to do uh else uh, straddle else it so basically the hands so when i'm with my group i try new things they challenge me and i challenge them so it's not more of a training but it's just like a get together and we just you know try to bring out the best in each other but a training i would say is mostly alone oh that's that mm-hmm. is good yeah, yeah. mhm uh, <laughs> so do you take any supplements or like what is uh, your kind of diet how does it go Okay so I don't take my diet too seriously not as much as you know uh, an average athlete would take it so I just have a regular home cooked meals whatever mom makes but I make sure that I eat fruits veggies drink enough water have nuts seeds all this whatever is healthy I try to have them and I try to make sure that there is protein content in each meal So sometimes we have only rice or let's say you have fried rice right so that may not have enough protein so in each meal i try to incorporate some form of protein so that's the only thing i do i don't take supplements 
I have been approached by a lot of uh, sponsors, but I don't feel a uh, very comfortable using any kind of supplement. And I've tried maybe one or two, but that never suits me. So right now, I don't take any supplements except for my mom's food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Uh, I remember I had uh-huh. took a homemade protein powder from you. Correct. You Correct. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the protein mix. Yeah. The protein mix. It was a smoothie, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a shake. Yeah, yeah correct. Yeah. I know it was good by you. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Anyway, uh, what is your mm-hmm. opinion um, on calisthenics and a female and being a female athlete? Okay, so the history of female calisthenics kind of was funny. So up until the time that I joined Instagram. I didn't know anything about females doing calisthenics or even calisthenics for that matter. So I would just, you know, work out with Ashwin and whatever he would show me, I'd be like, okay, fine. I want to try them. I want to learn them. That's how it started. And then one day Ashwin came up to me and he told me, "Hey, why don't you open an Instagram page and just, you know, share your journey?" So I thought, "But why? Like there are so many who are already doing that. Won't people get inspired by them?" And he told me that not many girls in India do that. and i was shocked when he said that i was like why not it's so amazing i feel so good so why aren't more people doing this he said i don't know why but i think if you come on to instagram and showcase your talents i'm sure girls and females and ladies would start doing them and i laughed at him at that time and i said hey are you kidding like why would they look at me and do like who am i so anyways i just believed in him and i just went for it i just opened an instagram account and i started putting my training videos and i actually realized that there were not many females at least especially in india doing calisthenics so when i started putting up videos like this i would get a lot of response from all over india they would really be inspired they'd be uh surprised by the things that i would do and i would be surprised with the fact that they are surprised because I was like it's easy it's it's okay like why are you so surprised that I can do this it's not hard so that was what was going on in my mind I didn't have a competition at that time I didn't think about anybody else but I solely focused on my own progress and my own journey and then that is when I slowly started seeing change in social media calisthenics and female So I started seeing more and more females putting, um, you know, push-ups and pull-ups videos and trying new things, and I was so happy to see that. And like I said, even in the competition, I didn't think that, like at that time, there were no females, and that really made me sad. But now, when I see more and more females, uh, you know, becoming uh, or trying or training calisthenics, it makes me happy. So the thing that I want to tell all the female viewers. or listeners sorry is that calisthenics is not something difficult it's just pure discipline and when you believe in yourself anything is possible so with the discipline and the belief in yourself anything is possible so don't be scared to try anything new if you want to learn something if you want to try something just go for it probably with a good guidance but you have to give it a try because this is something we can do throughout our lives we are with our body throughout our lives we won't have access to gym all the time the only thing we can have and live with is our body so what better thing than 
to learn how to control our body and use it for our advantage right and yes. especially for females older females i'm actually getting so many students now and i'm so happy about it cause though we won't believe but i'm getting 35 year plus female students wanting to learn handstand and they are killing it they are killing it so much i'm just so happy to see and this is what this is the change that i've been wanting to do and i can see that it's happening and i'm more and more happy and i want more people to know about it learn because i often know that you know females they don't feel strong you know even when we go in an airplane and we want to lift our bags and keep it in the cabin we look for a guy that sucks so when we do calisthenics i feel so confident now my dad calls me to move around the furniture and that makes me feel confident because he doesn't discriminate saying you're a girl you don't do this right he considers me strong and confident so hence that is what i am and this is what i want for every female to feel strong confident and happy you know that that is really amazing that your dad supports about it also definitely by the way i would add like to add one more point hmm. 35 number may seem to be very small but hmm. who trains who are the calisthenics coaches 35 number is a really really huge it's a huge Yeah, training yes. 35 people. Um, hey, hands and it's like amazing. Hats off, hats off. I mean, 35 years plus, like okay, they are. Years? Okay. Yeah, the ladies are 35, 40 years old, yes. and they That's are training for handstand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, yeah. I had one client who was learning uh-huh. uh, uh, handstand, headstand, front lever, and then. uh this front roll and wow. front hands playing and wow. guess what his age was 40 63 i can <gasps> send you videos oh my god costa wow amazing yeah the yeah. like i'm i'm so happy that you're helping him man you're helping him do all this yeah. it's amazing he's like <laughs> sir Uh, okay, you, you told in a Kannada accent. I just don't want uh, uh, to, you would not people may not understand. So he uh, said, "Sir, I never did any kind of uh, uh, things in my life because it, it was like first yes. college and then go to work, yes. and I never got yes. time. Yes. Now that I have retired, I just want to do something what I love." That's uh, so, so amazing. Like, amazing, yeah. You know, it's amazing what you're doing too. You're helping such. brilliant people you know be their best and i really appreciate that man yes by the <laughs> way tell me what is mm-hmm. how does it feel to be a calisthenics female coach yeah i i just love my job i honestly honestly just love my job so the thing is what is so great about being female especially is more females feel comfortable with me yes more they believe that they can do this when they look at me do it because they have this notion in their heads i mean yeah including like i wouldn't blame them but we have this notion that okay i've seen only guys do a multi so why would uh, you know how can he teach me to do multis he has strength so he'll do it i don't have strength i can't do it but when they see me do it that is like an extra push for them Yes, it is true that okay. Let's say they have goals; they are inspired to learn it. But when they see another girl do it so well, or like the way they wanted to do, 
it gives them that extra push and looking at them try hard in whatever they're doing it makes me feel happy so i'm just i'm just so blessed to you know be a calisthenics coach both online as well as offline and helping all these women um costa uh, there was this uh, i think 32 or 30 year old mother a working mother i was taking her class and then her baby who's an infant wakes up at the same time she tells me hema can can you give me some exercises where i do with holding the baby so i gave her exercises holding the baby and she was doing bridge raises she was doing uh, you know uh, squats and lunges and stuffs and i was so happy and i was so happy that i could understand what she felt and you know try to like improvise in the situation at that time and these are the things that 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 i'm just so grateful for you know to help people and i know what they're going through so i'm just happy to be a part of their journey is is really brilliant fabulous job you're doing oh my god <laughs> it's 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 amazing it's fulfilling you know the only thing yeah. i would say is it's fulfilling people you know they ask me hey you study dentistry aren't you going back to the clinic and the only thing i say is this gives me more purpose and fulfillment in my life teaching calisthenics and making a difference so this is what i'm going to do that's my only answer to anybody who asks me again <laughs> why am i not going back to dentistry <laughs> i would say why you not being a calisthenics coach instead of going to a dentist clinic <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry i mean i would be like why are you going to a dentist clinic or uh, dental clinic i know right <laughs> you know calisthenics coach come on yeah, i know right it's so cool <laughs> yeah. uh, so with that being again say what are mm-hmm. your goals for calisthenics community okay the community in india it's growing mm-hmm. uh but i wish that it keeps growing more and more each day and i think that is happening because of all the people in india putting in their work so it i'm just so happy to see that it's growing the only reason why i want calisthenics to become a little more uh known to people is because every person who does calisthenics they never quit i have barely seen any calisthenic person going back to something that before they were before calisthenics they see the amazing benefits of calisthenics they see how it changes them as a person they see how it changes them physically mentally everything so i want each person to kind of at least experience calisthenics once so they know the benefits of this because i know that it changed my life it changed your life i know that it changed so many people in the world their lives from rock bottom to wherever they are right now i've seen that change and i want people in india all over the world to give this a try because uh, we won't believe but calisthenics has helped people even quit their bad habits like smoking drinking drugs whatever it is this has such an impact it has such a purpose like people whoever are going through emotional a lot of crap in their life when they do calisthenics they just feel pure bliss and i want people to know more about this so that it helps them you won't be in depression anymore you won't need drugs anymore you won't need alcohol or smoking whatever this will be your 
treatment your cure so this is what i want for the community for calisthenics for the people brilliant and um, we all let's work together make the, make sure that this community grows uh, at least 200 times more bigger in the next coming 5 years definitely let's, definitely uh, let's do what we can do our best you're doing your and best to kaustav this is an amazing thing that you're doing with the podcast you know so i'm sure you're doing amazing on your part too yeah uh, i hope thank you so much <laughs> you are <laughs> by the way see there yeah. are four categories in calisthenics okay weightlifting statics sets and reps and freestyle okay correct correct take all of them or you mm-hmm. can combine in each of the categories mm-hmm. or you can do it, or you can just combine anyone okay doesn't matter mm-hmm. according to your opinion i don't want anyone it is the just your mm-hmm. opinion mm-hmm. who are the top 3 athletes according to you in india male <laughs> female okay even including uh, female female three and a male three okay so uh if you would have okay <laughs> my answer honestly and i'll also tell answer your question so honestly i just i appreciate every athlete who's putting in their best right because yes. everybody has their journey everybody goes through something different and when when i say this is the best that is the best it makes me also feel a little thing that okay but they have their journey they started early they had this guidance they had that guidance like there were a lot of factors in play so first of all i just want to say that every cali athlete is a winner or they are the top at the game that they are in so that is one thing i wanted to say so for the top 3 athletes i would say kunal is one of the person that i have really seen him grow not seen him personally but i can see that he's capable of so many things you know both static or freestyle or sets and reps everything so i would say kunal then rohan again he is an all-rounder he's amazing in dynamics he's amazing in uh, you know weights he's amazing in uh, lovely statics as well and i would say thirdly uh, sorry and rohan even dances really good you know oh yeah 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 definitely definitely so yes. oh my god i was thinking about rajan and i think i was talking about rohan <laughs> yeah rajan i was thinking about rajan okay. second person is rajan and okay. i would say oh, rajan. yeah rajan rohan rohan oh my god his handstand is like god level i would say Yeah. god level handstand so so that's the thing you know each athlete has their own um uh what to say their strengths so i yes. love them all for everything and yeah one of the most biggest inspiration was chauhan obviously because he i don't know there was this one time that i was really dull with my injury and i kind of reached out to him regarding the same and he the things that he told me and the advice that he gave me i still have that and you know he's one of like an all-rounder he's amazing so these are for males and for females obviously i would like to consider myself 
on i stopped i was about to see that scene oh yeah. don't not that i'm um not like i'm bragging and stuff but again no, because i, I know i agree i agree <laughs> thank you man so because yeah. i know my journey because i know what i've been through obviously it's not fair for me if i say somebody else's name so that's the only reason i said that but secondly i really love shrushti's progress i really love her progress because her i i don't know much about her strength but i can see how much she's working hard i can see how much she's grown i remember seeing her struggling to do one pull up in elysium and now the progress is just amazing so i really yes i saw yes. her doing a swim flip and i was like Wow. Definitely, definitely. Her progress is next level. Like I would say, really, I haven't seen anybody else progress so well, so nicely in calisthenics. So that, and I think there are other small, small athletes. Obviously, Pearl is. I can still not believe that she's ten years older to me, and she's killing it. I still can't believe she's ten years older to me, and she's killing it. So. I wish to be like her or obviously you know like her when I'm 10 years at least like her in 10 years so she has been like my inspiration at least for my future right so that yeah but there are amazing kasuk there are so many amazing other female athletes that are not out in the light like they're not you know well known but they are doing so amazing by themselves so i give a really huge respect mad respect and a huge appreciation to all of them whoever is putting in that work and giving their best each damn day like it's a 5 second silence to all these athletes respect definitely respect yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Like this, all the athletes. What I have seen is like been seeing this scene from starting 2018 from mm. ASW to mm. having only 50 people as a participants to mm. growing around 200 plus mm. competitions. Mm. Having an international competition in India was amazing. Yes. 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 So yeah, um, one last thing you want to say to all the aspiring calisthenics athletes and professionals. listening to this episodes of yours listening to your story okay i just have five simple things that i want to say firstly guys take it slow don't be in a hurry no matter at what level you are at just go with the flow and i cannot stress enough on this because just remember that you cannot force nature you can't force a tree to grow fast so you can't force your body to do more than what it can do right yes limitations you have to break them but not too much so first thing is take it slow and don't be in a hurry enjoy your process second thing is yes enjoying the process don't be so hooked up on um you know like trying to reach out to your goal that you fail to enjoy the progress so many people they say go ha you know no pain no gain and stuff but if you don't enjoy the process even the gains will be not as much the true purpose of calisthenics will not be fulfilled if you don't enjoy the process the third thing is don't compare yourself with anybody else your journey is different from their journey don't compare your progress 
each person goes through different thing different factors so never ever compare yourself with anybody it is not even good for your own you know self the fourth thing is don't chase progress but chase excellence what i mean is don't chase reps meaning don't be like oh i want to do uh, 20 reps i want to do 30 reps but chase excellence make sure even if you're doing one pull up do it in such an amazing form that you do justice to whatever you're doing right so that is the only reason why even i don't go back to front lever because i know that i need to work on my form there's no point in increasing the repetition or the time without the form being corrected so remember don't chase progress but chase excellence and the last one is master your basics when you master your basics you will be strong enough to try anything you want in your life and you will have the confidence to try that so don't skip to something you know don't skip to a skill directly okay you know one pull up don't directly skip to a back lever right make sure your pull ups are strong make sure your core strength is strong your make sure your push ups are strong and then you start exploring your limits or possibilities perfect thank you so much sima thank you thank, thank, you, thank you, you thank you so much for having me kaustab <laughs> it was really fun i did not even understand holy shit it's 1 hour 30 minutes about oh man oh man <laughs> yeah that's true and i don't believe that Uh, I thought it would be like at least forty-five to sixty minutes, and it's amazing that we had such a good conversation. Yeah, man, I, I had I, I really had fun talking to you, and I really, I really appreciate what you're doing. You know, people, you're giving an opportunity for people like me to share our personal stories with the entire population, even across the world, and it's documented, yes. so it's, they're going to be there forever. It's just 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 amazing, man! Amazing what you're doing. Keep doing this. Thank you so much, and I'm gonna make sure that this level, I mean, this episode goes as high as possible, reaches to the more people. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Thank Thanks you for so having much. me again. See you until then. See you, man. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Well, uh, that was a fun episode to record, and I know you and I. have got to know a lot of things about hema which is truly inspiring to us and has definitely motivated us to even work harder on our goal so if you have been listening to liga thank you so much it means a lot and see you in the next episodes which will be coming up next monday at 12 pm and please make sure to share this podcast with all your friends cali athletes and Follow us on Instagram at zero to carelessness dot com and Hema at underscore cb girl underscore. Until then, keep working smarter. That's what I would love to say. Then go hard. Set your goals priorly with your workout. Then make sure to plan your workout accordingly or hire a coach. That's the best investment you can do in the initial days. If you have any queries, questions, or need any assistance, or you can. Just wanna put a suggestion? Mail me at zero to calisthenics dot com or ask at zero to calisthenics dot com. Please see you in the next episodes.